Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson, CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services, and my passion is creating success in people by sharing my experiences in real estate, entrepreneurship, and community involvement. My partner, Heather Warmbrod, and I will be hearing from expert leaders in these spaces and giving you practical advice to help you accelerate your business. So pull up a seat because we are about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another Moving Up podcast. We are excited because in our cockpit today (laughs) is Julie Norfleet, a longtime Nashville realtor with us here at the Wilson Group for, I'm going to say, about 15 years, Julie. Yes, I've had my license since 2007, and I've been with you since 2009. Yay. Yay. Well, welcome to the podcast. Welcome, Julie. Thank you. So I said that we're in a cockpit because we wear these headsets yeah. with our microphones <laughs> attached to the the headsets and we look like we're little pilots yeah. and, um, yeah. and we're in this small room. So it's fun that we're just pretending we're on a helicopter yes. or in our private plane today. Oh, I love it. Yes. And we are going to zip through the clouds of the current real estate market mm-hmm. with Julie Norfleet because <laughs> she has been around the bend a time or two. Indeed. And, and she has an incredible business. So yeah. as we watched the market unfold in 2023, we thought Julie could bring some good perspective to those realtors, buyers, and sellers who may be listening to the podcast on how to navigate these crazy times. Yeah, it's a little wonky. Yeah. So tell us, how do you feel about 2023? I feel really good about it. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's definitely odd it's as you said i've been around for a while i don't know if that's good or bad it makes it's good me feel old but but experience is good right yes i feel good about it it feels very different to me when i think about the market when i first got into it mm-hmm. in 2007 i have a lot of young agents that i talked to about what it was like 07 08 you know it was a housing crisis same but different mm-hmm. than what we're in now and What's different now is there's no word crisis. Right. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, I mean, it's like people are like, it's the recession. It's a crazy housing market. I'm like, it feels like 08. I'm like, it's not like 08. Like, I get why you feel that way a little bit. You know why I feel like people say it's like 08 is because it changed on a dime. Yes. Right. And 2008 did change on the dime. Yeah. Although we felt it building before it happened. Right. Right. And this... It was just such a crazy... I feel like someone flipped a switch last May. Yeah, for sure. Almost overnight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Almost overnight. And so it's been different. But I do feel, to get back to your original question, I feel really positive about this year. And I don't say that just to be like Pollyanna. Oh, it's all great. Like, I do feel like it's going to be a good year. I think it's going to be a normal year, which I think is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I'm happy that we are out of the chaos of last year, I couldn't breathe for months. Like it was, it it just was go, go, go. We were putting it all on the table for every buyer time after time after time, not winning, not getting the house, Um, you know, and it's just that it's not sustainable. I don't think that's a good market and and I'm happy to see sort of a balance. Yeah. So what are you doing coming out the gate? What are you doing to prep are you doing anything differently this year in um, January than I, January, yeah. March, first quarter than yes. you would 
normally? Yeah, it's been a while since I've sort of reached into the toolbox that I'm reaching into right now. Heather and I went to lunch um, earlier this week yeah. with some other Wilson Group agents. And so sort of, fun. It was so fun. It was so fun. <laughs> so fun. You know, and I, a little plug for our company. I, I don't know a lot of companies where agents support each other like mm-hmm. we do here. So I, true. I think people think that realtors are always combative against each other. You're my competition. I'm, you know, right. we're fighting for the same client. Um, and I I'd, I'd have never felt that here. And kudos to you for leading us and yep. setting that standard. We're all really supportive it's of one another. Yeah. yeah. So we had lunch with an intention of let's talk about what are we all doing to get ready for this year and this quarter and whatever. So we sort of shared some marketing ideas and things. And it was like, uh, I kept thinking about things that I used to do that slapped my hand. I've gotten out of the habit of mm-hmm. doing, mm-hmm. partly because I was busy, partly because I just forgot about it, partly because life. So I've really sat down and tried to think about how was I reaching out to people, you know, when the business wasn't just rolling in the door. Um, and so we talked about some of those things, doing some marketing, doing, I've got a plan for Valentine's Day. And I went back and sort of identified clients that closed with me in the past two years, clients who have been great, my cheerleaders who refer to me, and then people that I'd like to do business with that know me, but for whatever reason, I've never done business with them. And so I've sort of said, okay, I'm going to do this for February. And I've got like a little delivery gift I'm going to do. And then for March, we talked about like, okay, we're going to do, you know, this mailer, whatever. And then Chrissy always talks about, you know, reaching out to people having coffee with them, making those phone calls, you know, um, doing your thank you, not necessarily thank you notes, but handwritten notes notes. and things like that. Those are things that I have not been great about doing, especially in the last year. I mean, COVID was wonky and then the market, I just had gotten out of the habit of all those things. And so those are on my list for this quarter. Do you, so Julie, you have an amazing referral based business. You've been in it, like we said, 15 years. And I um, don't advertise. Yeah. You don't advertise or anything. It's Mm -mm clients, referrals from clients, yeah. et cetera. Have you or will you in 2023 create a new networking group for yourself that's outside of yeah. your current group of friends or right, right. groups so that you can open yourself up to more people? Are you considering anything like that? I have. So I was in a breakfast club and last year I decided this year to step out of that I don't know. I just felt like I was ready for a change. Mm -hmm. So I have stepped out of that. I have also rolled off. I served on a board for my kids' high school and I've rolled off the board. I did my, yeah, did my time with that. (laughs) Yes. Right? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Bless. Yes. Bless you. Yeah. And I loved it and I was happy to serve, but I'm like, okay, so like both of those things have sort of, so I'm sort of looking ahead going, how do I fill those gaps with something new and something different? Mm -hmm. I have considered, it was funny, Christy sent an email to our office about um, getting involved with Metro, different Mm -hmm. Metro boards. Mm -hmm. So I've thought about reaching out and, and, you know, inquiring about one or the, one of those. Awesome. Um, yeah. And so, and then doing a little more of the, um, I know Heather's really involved with the Bellevue Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something like that. My husband and I, we moved last year from Bellevue to, to the Green Hills area. I'd really like to tap into, I don't, and I don't know what that is yet, but something like that, it, yeah. whether it's National Chamber of Commerce or. They have a, different little breakout yeah. groups that they do. Yeah. Like there's Chamber West, Chamber North, East, and South. Okay. Bellevue Chamber is a totally different chamber, not necessarily affiliated with the Nashville Area Chamber. But then Nashville Area Chamber, the giant chamber, has their different 
sections of town yeah. chamber yes. and the Wilson group is involved in the West. Right. And I'm trying to get our East Nashville agents. I'm like, y'all get involved in the get East involved. because it's yeah. great. It's a it great is. networking. Yeah. We'll, we'll speak more offline okay. on that. Perfect. Mm-hmm. For so sure. that's kind of been on my radar of, okay, that's something new, you know, that I can step into and to go back to your comment about referral base. And I don't, I don't advertise. I did a little when I first got my license, just you have to right mm-hmm. to put your name out there. But I leaned in really hard to um, my everyone calls circle of influence. Yeah. I really I doubled down on that. Mm-hmm. I don't farm neighborhoods. I don't now I will do. And this was another thing that sort of came up at our lunch this week that I haven't done in forever just sold cards mm-hmm. or just listed cards yeah. what yeah. the what like I've yeah. never, <laughs> I'm i like, haven't what? done one of those in years right but i need to i'm like why why am i not doing that yeah. like yeah. i kind of like got out of the habit of that and i'm like this is this is the year that those i think will become helpful so you you know pin that address and maybe i go out 50 houses around or something i mean that would be my only marketing that i typically tend to do to strangers i really do lean heavy into my circle of influence, mm-hmm, my people mm-hmm. who know me, love me, are, are happy you. to trust me. You know, I just think getting a referral from someone like there is nothing better to know that someone trusts me enough mm-hmm. to have their mother or their grandmother or neighbor call me. And, yeah. you know, and I think that that's sort of the best advertisement to have someone else turn around and say, oh, I, I used Julie and she was amazing. And here's why. Yeah. yeah. You know, what's interesting, too, is. Once you have worked with an entire family, mm-hmm. like maybe you work with, I've got one that I'm thinking of in particular, the husband and wife, they were somewhat newlyweds when I first started working with them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this is 20 years ago. Oh, and do they have grandkids they, now? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they don't, but they're, okay. they have children. And so they bought the first house and I sold that house, helped them buy their next house. Then I helped his sister. Then I helped his parents. And I've helped all of them with at least three different mm-hmm. buys and sells. Mm-hmm. And I remember I walked into Jay Alexander's one evening and the whole family was having <laughs> dinner. I mean, like there was 10 of them. Like, oh my God, there's our realtor and, right. our, and our family member. I yes. mean, like, yeah. Fabio, it was yes. just, it, that is one of the most fulfilling it parts is. of our jobs yes. is when you truly become sort of a mm-hmm. member yeah. yes. of the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a family like that as well. And it's funny. It was a house you, Christy, had listed that I did an open house for you. It was in Bellevue on Beach Bend many, many years yes. ago. Yeah. And I did the open house for you because you were busy. I met someone who came to the open house which is one of the only times I've ever picked up business from open houses. That never works for me. I know other people that works. I just, somehow it never, it never happens for me. But I met someone and I ended up representing him. We bought Christie's house. And since then I have helped both of his sisters and his parents and all of them numerous sales. Yeah. Like, I just, just love that. Yeah. yeah. I remember that house. And then the yeah. 2010 flood happened oh. like a month after closing. Yes. I remember it well. Yes. Because my people were like, yeah. oh my God, we're so glad yeah. we moved. Yes. I'm like, oh my God, that poor guy. I know. just bought, just bought it. I know. But you know what? It was, he was a trooper and that was an opportunity for me to show them that I don't want to be just the realtor. Yeah. One and done. Walk away. After the sale, like I took my girls over there weekly and helped pull drywall down and brought food and all the things. And it's like I I want to be that person to people. I don't I don't want to just be yeah. 
you and know. you are that person to people. And that's whether- why she is the cream of the crop. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And Heather, you're the same. Yeah, I mean, so- I'm looking at both yeah. of you guys going, y'all are amazing. I th- and you know, it's like, it's nice to be that person for people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Be yeah. that trusted source. Yeah. Heather always says, be the trusted yes. source and yes. resource. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So in saying all that, the things that you're planning to yeah. re-engage in your marketing, are you creating a system to say, okay, on January 31st, I need to have all those Valentine touches locked yeah. and loaded. On yeah. March 17th, I need to have everything locked and loaded. Yes. How are you systematizing? Yeah. So I've done a first quarter sort of plan. Okay. Um, and and I'm I'm a little bit old school. My database is an Excel spreadsheet, and I know every super cool agent no. out there is going to cringe and be like, "Ah, oh, that's old." No. I'm Google it, Sheets. It's which like, is okay. Excel. It works for me. Like I'm good yeah. with a yellow legal pad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have yeah, I've got my database in an Excel spreadsheet, and I have columns for yeah. And then I try to go back to even after I do something, go back and update my Excel spreadsheet to say. I did this, like this person gets an X by their name because I did this for them for Valentine. Because I can't do everything for every client, right? Every, right? Yeah. Every, every like, time, yeah, every, every holiday, time. every yeah. touch yeah. point. So I try to like make sure I'm hitting everybody, you know, a couple times a year. And then the other thing is I've gone in on my phone for January, February, March, and I've set sort of goal like deadlines and then a few reminders in there like, hey, you know, call so-and-so at this day and make sure you've ordered blah, 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 blah. Right. Let me touch on database here for a second. And for those of you who are new to real estate, in real estate, we use the word database for our sphere of influence, basically of who we're calling, mailing to, et cetera. Oftentimes people call it a sphere of influence, your Rolodex, whatever you want to call it. It does not matter what type of database, what tool you use, whether it's an Excel spreadsheet, a, you know, super expensive database that you pay for, subscription-based, or your Outlook, whatever. It really, think of it in the terms of what will you use? Mm -hmm. Because so many people create a database and then like, oh, it's hard. I don't know how to use it. I can't. If you're using it, then that's the right thing. Then that's the good. Well, that's good. That makes me feel good. It's like wine. When people talk about wine and they're like, oh, um, that's such a good bottle or this isn't a good bottle. Well, Wine is only as good as it is to that one person. That's right. You know, yeah, if you is, like yeah. it or drink it, a good right. wine, yeah. it could be a fourteen ninety nine or a four hundred dollar yes. bottle of wine. It, right. Everyone's different. So just like databases. Yeah. Note how I was bringing back to wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, dry January. Yeah. It's working. It's working. I have not missed it. I can't yeah. believe um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> just whatever database you use, as long as you're using it, that's mm-hmm. the yeah. important yeah. piece. So I'm yes. glad you said that about oh, it doesn't sound I know I mean, it doesn't it's not flashy, but it works for me. You and don't it, need yeah. flashy. I actually do use it and access it, and I find that to be helpful. Another thing that I've done, which I will say is not necessarily new for me in 2023, but is important for my business and, again, works for me. I have the spreadsheet. I can't think of there's a name for it. Um, it's Your business sort of, tracker? Yes. yes. Thank yes. you. I'm yes. like, it's some kind of a tracker. Yeah. And it's got a place where you can put your warm, warm, yeah, warm leads, leads. Uh-huh. your that. hot leads, Love your under contract, what's closed, what is your goal for this year? It's also helpful because it tracks like how much, you know, I pay my taxes quarterly. So that's on there as well. And I can keep track of all that. But that to me, I'm looking at that almost on the daily. Mm -hmm. Who is on the warm list? You know, have I touched base with them lately? Do I know what their plan is? Have they told me, you know, I have a client that bought a condo a year and a half ago, a young single girl. She's since gotten married. She asked me, I spoke to her last fall. She asked me to follow up with her at the end of December. So that is where I put that 
information to prompt me because I'm looking at that, like I said, almost daily. Yeah. Yeah. So that to me is another thing for this year that will be helpful. It's not new, but it's imperative for Mm -hmm. my business. Yeah. Yeah, I um I agree. I love our business yeah. tracker and yeah. it is. And if you want to get motivated or yeah. if you yes. feel like you're sort of in a slump, yeah. look at who is in your warm area yes. and how can you get those people hot. Yes. Yeah. You right. Know? Right. And and I created a new category there too called referrals. Mm. Like I've got somebody who reached out who are moving out of state. I'm gonna list their house and they're moving out of state. So trying to keep up with all my referral partners in different states and keep those in your database too, because those realtor partners in different cities, different states are a great source of um, income and should be in your database. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They're getting your postcards and and thank you notes and stuff. That's genius. I did not think about that. I've recently connected with an agent in Knoxville. My daughter's at the university of Tennessee Mm -hmm. in Knoxville. And I do constantly have people asking me here in Nashville my son or daughter is going to go to UT. You know, housing is crazy. It's hard to get on campus housing. The rent's really high. I think it makes sense for me to buy a condo and put them in there with a, you know, a roommate. Who do you know in Knoxville that's a great agent? And I've I've talked to a couple over the years, but this past year I found one that I really like. We really click. And she has since referred me business yeah. as well. And it never occurred to me to be sending her my marketing things and mm-hmm. putting her yep. on my... Because you right? keep those people front of mind. Yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. Because all of us... And that keeps me, me front of mind for her. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. Thank yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm sorry. You, yeah. No, no. It's, it goes both ways. I misunderstood what you were saying. Yes. It goes yeah. both ways. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I that. find that too with, with designers, Yeah, you know, because you see the next flashy object or you're at a party and you meet a designer and you're like, oh my yep. gosh, I want to hear blah, blah, blah. Or, yeah. And then you have other designers or stagers or whatever that you've used in the past that you love. And maybe they're not front of mind because they're not touching yes, you yes. appropriately. Yeah. You just want to be front yes, of mind yeah. and not forgotten about. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's why the touch is so important. It's not that that person is going to be. That is genius. I don't yeah. have my vendors on my list. Yeah. And I'm like, duh. Well, yeah. Yes. Hello. Right. I'll make a note and I'll email it to you girls. Yes. So yes, put vendors you. and realtors on your, um, yeah. in your database. I think that's brilliant. So if there's a takeaway from today, that's yes. it. I don't. I'm done. Peace out. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Julie. Good. Good having you here today. Yeah. Hi, I'm Harry Allen, co-founder and chief relationship officer of Studio Bank. Studio Bank is passionate about what our members create, and we're here to support you through the process. We provide capital and services to build businesses. We offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time home buyer or purchasing your fifth home. We work with artists to reach their audiences. We help nonprofits transform our community. And often, the most important work we do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. We're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 1761767. I do have a question for you. As a lot of, and Heather, maybe this would go to you, but your children are a little bit younger. So I'm a DOB, a daughter of a broker. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> a lot of our agents are of the age where their children now are graduating from college mm-hmm. and are out in the workforce. Do you think either of your children want to go into real estate ever? I I had dinner last night with my oldest daughter, Grace, who is 23. She's a graphic designer and she lives here in town. 
And then my youngest Lucy is 21. And she's the one that's graduating from, from UT. My niece Maddie is 20, also at UT. We had dinner with her last night. She's about to leave to study abroad in Prague for the semester. Nice. And so we had dinner with her and out of nowhere, she's a psych major. Out of nowhere at dinner last night, she looked at me and said, um, Angelie, I'm thinking, I, I think I might get my real estate license. And I was like, what? She was like, well, I mean, it couldn't hurt. And I was like, well, no. I mean, you know, I said, Maddie, are you interested in going to real estate? And she was like, I don't know yet, but I think I might get my license. And we had this conversation about, I don't ever see Grace delving into real estate. She's, like I said, graphic design. She's very creative. She's, I mean, she is so in her element in her job, mm -hmm. loves it. My Lucy would kick but yeah, as a yes, she would. I mean, Christy has said since Lucy was like 10 or 12, like one day you're going to take over your mother's empire. Yeah. <laughs> since day one, I mean, that yes. was a little girl. She was just Miss Bubbly. Uh -huh. I mean, she's yes. just. And she is, she walks that line that we have to walk as agents of being encouraging and positive, but also realistic and without hurting people's feelings, I mean, sometimes it happens, but you try to just be honest with people about setting expectations and things like that. I just think she'd, I think she'd be great at it. Yeah. I don't know if she's like, she has said sometimes, maybe, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if she really would. Well, when I was 21, yeah. I was like, uh, hell oh, to the no. Right. I mean, yeah. cause growing You're up looking in the, at your dad going, <laughs> I'm like, no, thank you. No, thank you. You're a DOB. Yeah. You're like, I'm not doing that. I'm like, I'm yeah. going to get a real job right. and run right. a real company and right. I'm not doing this real estate stuff. Yes. And then, you know, 27 rolls around. I'm like, well, mm. this looks interesting. Mm -hmm. I do yeah. like people and yes. I do like houses. And yeah, if I could just make a thousand dollars a month, I could cover my student loan and my right. car payment and my rent. Yes. It's all I need. Yes. You know, and yep. then, yeah, it's just such a, I just love the business because you get out of it exactly what you put into it. Yes, yes. And I think that's something as I think about this year that we talked about, I'm pointing at Heather, but when we had lunch this mm -hmm. week with our uh, fellow agents, it can be difficult when the market slows down. It can be difficult to stay positive and yeah. to stay focused and driven when you're like, I don't have a closing, you know, next month and I don't have an, you know, I have buyers that are warm, but no one that's calling me saying, let's look at this out. Like it can be easy to sort of slip into, you know, I, I'm not going to do anything today or, you yeah. know, I, right. Yeah. You like have that, to create your systems you, yes. to keep you yeah. going yes. every day. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I can see that being something as we get to a, a balanced market this year, that could be a challenge for a lot of agents, just staying focused, staying positive and finding ways. Yeah. I mean, there's something to do every day if you look for it, but it's real easy also to do nothing sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. find your people. Yeah. yeah. You know, find yeah. your people, right. find your support group. And your like accountability partners. Said, yes. We go to lunch together. If we're not going to lunch together, we're texting each other. Yeah. And we just kind of keep each other in the loop. And it's just find your people. Yeah. And and to that point, find the people who lift you up. Yes. yes. Not the ones who are so strong. Oh, it's hard out there. Yes. It's terrible. I haven't yes. had a closing in a month or two I, months. Or I, don't, don't I don't need listen that. to that yeah. noise. No. And the other thing I find fascinating, and I'm sure this is in any industry, you know, time goes by fast. Mm -hmm. And when you're in it, like I remember 08, 9, 10, I was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. it's. Good. I mean, we did fine. We, Wilson Group did totally great. We all did good. We all sold a lot of real yeah. estate during that time. And then we came out of it and you look back and I'm going, that was such a short snippet of time right. relative to the rest of your mm -hmm. career. Yes. The May of 2020 to May of 2022, that never ending vortex yeah. 
it's like, whoa, it seemed like it was going on forever. Mm-hmm. And now I'm looking back, I'm like, whoa, that was a short period of time. Yes. Yeah. COVID was a yes. short period of time. Yes. Short. What we're in right now is going to be even a shorter period of time mm-hmm. as it those breaks went on. And now it's, you know, gently normalizing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I just think come spring, we're just back in. Yeah. Regular work with yeah. buyers, work with sellers, selling yeah. some real estate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do time not funny. see. Yeah, it is. I think back when I first got my license, 07, 08, 09. Literally, I felt like every deal was a short sale. Oh, God, I, mean, I forgot all about and, this. <laughs> I mean, right? And it was like, it was such a challenge. You'd have to call the bank and find out how long it's going to take. And I mean, I had clients wait six, eight months for a short sale to be approved as they're trying to buy the house and the seller <laughs> wants to get out. I mean, it's just all these things that seems like so long ago now and so bizarre. Can I tell you a bizarre short sale story? Yeah. And for those of you who are new and don't know what a short sale is, that's when you're selling your home and you owe more on it than it will then it's get worth in the open yeah. market. And you have to negotiate with the bank for them to take less for it. Right. And so I was working a short sale and it was a classic Bank of America short sale where the left hand didn't know what the right hand was doing. So it's a short sale and it's also in the foreclosure department. Yeah. Those are two different departments. And they're both running. They're both working, not talking to not each talking. other. Not talking. And I'm talking to the short sale, which was the, I think that was the asset mm-hmm, department. Mm-hmm. You know, we had negotiated out this deal for my buyer to buy this house. They were so excited. We were supposed to close and it was like five days before closing come to find out there, there was somebody on the property. I'm like, what are you doing here? Cause this house was next door to my mm-hmm. house. Oh, I just bought this at auction <gasps> at the courthouse steps. Stop oh, it. I'm like, no. what? So the foreclosure auction, I had never seen the foreclosure auction. My sellers that I was representing, they had moved like a year ago. It had just been sitting vacant. It had just been vacant. They had moved out of state. <gasps> so they weren't getting, they didn't change their mail. They were in foreclosure. Stop. So the mail was coming to the house. They never, Oh, forwarded their mail. My gosh. So they didn't know they were getting all these foreclosure notices. And they're just thinking, we're under contract. And we're, we're under contract. We're yeah, doing to the short, short sale. sale. And it got foreclosed on. The people with the contract, I mean, it threw us in a tail. I had to find them short-term housing immediately. Sure. And it was a family. Oh, my gosh. And so we had to find them something to go into because we were closing on their house within like in the next five days. But Chrissy, real estate's so easy. It's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You just walk around looking pretty houses. So that's all you do. I have not thought of that story. I mean, that's Gosh. 2008, yes. right? Yeah. 2008 or nine, and yeah, gracious goodness. Yeah. I mean, so long ago. But right when you said short sale, it all my brain just like went back. Yes, yes, <laughs> that that yeah. was funny. So hopefully, I don't think we're going to see that. No, again. no. But I think it's all. important for people to understand how short sales work mm-hmm. because they could happen. People who've maxed sure. out, sure. And to the other thing, I just want to assage any fears out there. There was an article last week in the Business Journal saying foreclosures up to pre-pandemic levels. I had three clients call me about that. Oh, my God. So you actually read the article and they're looking at 2019 numbers, which were extremely low. Yes. And now, I'm sorry, it's still only 30. It rose 34 percent the foreclosure rates from 2019 because the moratorium were on foreclosures. Right. So all these things that were just right. waiting in the pipeline yes. to get foreclosed on. Right. And why those people didn't sell who were in foreclosure. Right. They just paused all of it. Now yeah. they've taken yes. the pause button off and yeah. normal things are happening. I just want to, uh, I mean, I was talking to a lender at a party last week. I'm like, no, read the full article. Mm-hmm. This was a lender saying, oh, foreclosures are going to be this huge problem. I'm like, no, 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 they're not. They're still so minimal. And remember yes. that yeah. economist from NAR was talking about how right. there's like 700 foreclosures 
in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. A lot, you know, yeah. there's just not a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. It prompted a phone call from a client of mine asking me, where do I find these foreclosures? Where, how do you work in foreclosure? And I was like, okay, back up. Let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, that's not really, I, I'm not saying there are no foreclosures in the city of Nashville. Sure. I, of course there are. I'm like, but there's not, first of all, there's not a book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There, there's not a special book here. Pick your foreclosure. Yeah. It's, I'm like, it's not a category in real track. I mean, it's just, you might find some, I go, but unless you're going to the courthouse steps to, I'm like, it's not the number that you think it is. Yeah. That's, it's just not. And when people ask about foreclosures, you have to ask them, what type of foreclosure are you talking about? Mm-hmm. There are two types of foreclosure. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about this before, but there's the REO, which is real estate owned. And that's when the bank already owns it back. Right. And then there's the courthouse steps. Yeah. So the courthouse steps is where the bank will buy it. And if somebody else doesn't buy it, the courthouse steps, the bank has to buy it back at a price. Yeah. Yeah. So those, if you buy a foreclosure at the courthouse steps, just know you're buying that house with all the clouds on the title. Right. Because you're not necessarily right. getting clear title. Yeah. So you better do a title search yeah. before you buy at the foreclosure right. sale. And you don't get a home inspection. Right. And it's a cash only deal. It is not for the faint of heart. Mm-hmm. And I tell people who think they want to get into investing that way. I'm like, that's not the way to start. Like, I, you need to be savvy. They're very experienced, to- savvy mm-hmm builders perhaps or contractors investors who understand what they're getting into and have the resources to deal with a foundation issue or what i mean i'm like that's not for bob and jane doe who are ready to buy their their first first investment yeah yeah agreed yeah yeah agreed well i just want when you brought that up i was like you know we sort of went down a a rabbit hole but but that's also you know things that could come up in 2023 that we haven't seen in a while yeah it's it's gonna be a lot of people asking about them um and you know we'll see i think there are people also who are heather and i've talked about this waiting for they have a perception of some great price drop coming right and i'm like i I know that you see it in the news and you know and i just keep saying all real estate is local so i i can't talk to you about what they're saying about california or chicago or whatever what i can tell you is in nashville i don't see that I don't see that happening. I can Not tell the- you this. Our friend Zillow yeah. <laughs> ranked us as the number five hottest yes. market in the United States last week. I just shared so, that on my social. I'm yeah. like, for all of you who keep telling me you're waiting, right. I don't know what you're waiting for. Yeah. Right. It's not happening. No. But <laughs> sellers realize, too, it's not going to necessarily be multiple offers no. down either. No. I mean, we're just back to basics and yes. back to normal. Yeah. yeah. To Julie's point at the onset, it feels good. Yeah. It feels sustainable and it feels like exactly where it's supposed yes. to be. And it doesn't mean that there's not still how ha- I showed a house last night that hit the market yesterday and they have 20 showings between yesterday and today. I was, yeah. I called I one mean, of our agents on her listing. I was like, yeah, my buyer's coming into town today. We want to see the house tomorrow. She's like, we just got multiple offers yes. yesterday. Yeah. So it's still happening. Yeah. But, yeah. but to set a buyer, a seller's expectation, that's definitely not the norm. Yeah. Anymore, well, and this right? house, I called our agent on, you know, it was went on the market in December, got an offering contract on it immediately. It, that contract fell through. It's been languishing on the market for a month with little activity. And our agent said, oh my God, the showings blew up. All of a sudden. And I got two offers yesterday. Yeah. It's like, me. Yeah. Well, I was like happy for her. Yes. That, yes. Sad for my buyer. Yeah. But yeah. Happy yeah. for yeah. her. After, well, ask- after the holidays and nicer weather and yeah. everyone's like exhaled and they're like, okay, it's yeah. time to, let's do this. So Julie... I just want to say thank you for yeah, coming on welcome. our show. You're and welcome. 
everything you said Thank was you. so insightful and helpful. And I know all of our listeners will enjoy a hearing your fun and energetic voice and the way you do business. Thank, right? you. Thank you. We really appreciate it. I appreciate it. it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I feel famous now. You are famous, yeah. honey. <laughs> so guys, thanks for tuning in. If you have any questions, topics you want Heather and I to discuss, remember to email us at podcast at wilsongrouprealestate.com and we'll take it on. Hope you all have a good day. Bye guys. Thank you. Recognized as a nationally ranked top 150 accounting firm, Alexander Thompson Arnold CPAs serves Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky, and Mississippi by providing accounting, tax, and consulting services for clients ranging from small to medium-sized businesses. ATA offers several services other than traditional accounting to the Nashville area, such as technology solutions, litigation support, business valuations, marketing strategies, HR consulting, retirement plans, and third-party administration. Contact ATA partner David Hart by calling 615-662-2727 or visit them online at atacpa.net. Hey, if you're loving the show, go find that little follow button on your podcast app. This will ensure you won't miss a single episode. Until next time.